From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to insure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at Casa at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Karen Weathers and Lisa Birch from Moms in Prayer. Thank you, Gavin. We are in studio today here at KTXW, today's Christian Talk, The Bridge in Broadcasting from Austin, Texas, and I'm excited to be here today because our focus today is on war and prayer. That's right, war and prayer. We'll be love talking about what we can do for our children and our family as we stand for faith, family, and freedom, and pray offensively. And with my co-host today, Miss Linda Chandler. Welcome, Linda. Hey, Evelyn. I'm so glad to be here with you today, and what a great topic, really and truly, War and prayer, they go hand in hand. It sounds strange, but it's the truth. You know, we are just off of watching uh, the movie, The War Room, Linda. And um, it is a new mm, movie about, and it's a vivid picture of life in America today. Yeah, it really is, Evelyn. I've seen it too, and I just was just totally, I, I would just have anybody go out and see that like you can. The War Room is about a story of just typical people living a typical life that we think great jobs. Uh, the, the two main characters, Tony and Elizabeth Jordan, have it, have it all, it seems like. And everybody in this world wants to have it all. You know, a great, beautiful daughter, their dream house. Um, looks like they have good jobs. But it's a very deceiving picture because, truthfully, their world is crumbling right beneath their feet with the strain of a failing marriage. It's all about relationships, and their relationship is pretty non-existent. And their precious daughter, Danielle, is caught right in the middle. But But. their lives take an unexpected turn when Elizabeth meets her newest client, Miss Clara, and is challenged to establish a war room and a battle plan of prayer for her family. And as she begins this battle... Tony's hidden struggles and what's really going on comes to light. This war room is something that we all need today. Well, it is, Linda, and I want you to introduce our guest today that um, 
or with bombs in prayer because they are in a war and we are in a war in this nation in the culture with our children. So tell us a little bit about them. Well, I am so excited to uh, talk to them today, to Karen and to Lisa, because they are truly, they're the Miss Claras of this uh, of time. Uh, they're, they're in their war rooms, and I, I just a pleasure to meet them. Um, Karen um, is um, the area coordinator for Moms in Prayer. Um, she resides in Williamson County. She's a graduate of Round Rock High School and the University of Texas Go Horns. Uh, <laughs> we need some help. And she made her career in business management and education. She's been married for over 30 years and has two sons, very busy with a lot of things going on. Um, after she came to the Austin area, she found her vision and her purpose in life as leading moms and children to her Lord and Savior through Bible study and prayer. She has been involved with Moms in Prayer International for 12 years and BSF, which is the Bible Study Fellowship, for 11 years. She's a leader in both uh, areas. Then we have um, our precious Lisa here today. Lisa, so glad to see you. She's the Austin Metro Moms and Prayer Marketing Director, and um, she grew up in Virginia. Wow, a true Southern girl. Uh, she finished her undergraduate degree in communication from James Madison University. She's a master's from Pepperdine. She's been married for 22 years, and she has two daughters. How interesting, two sons and two daughters. This is, like, so cool. And uh, their competitive soccer prayers. Oh, my goodness, you probably really need to be praying. Absolutely. Uh, but she moved here 10 years ago, and she is working also in medical marketing and volunteers and related things. She's been a mom and prayer leader for nine years. She started serving on the area team in 2013. We welcome you girls today. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. We are so excited about what we're going to talk about today. And it is, um, we're excited because you all are on the front line. And um, it is defense. It is offense. And we've, we've talked about learning to pray offensively. Uh, we don't just pray against things. We pray for things. And so we're, we're going to be talking today a little bit about some of the things that are we are living in today that are really common with the war room and with uh, the Miss Claire, who was the lady that said, send me somebody else after she picks this family. Well, Lisa, let's start with you. Uh, tell me a little bit about uh, what life was like for you growing up as a child. Well, like Linda said, I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia, uh, and I grew up in a Christian home. I, I can't say that prayer was necessarily the focus in our family, but my dad was a prayer, and I remember him praying pretty much every morning. My mom was probably a little more reserved and uh, a little more shy with her feelings. Um, I remember praying as a child, especially for tests and things like that, um, but I can't say that it really became a real focus in my own life until I became a mom myself. Mm-hmm. And then through a series of things, I became involved with Moms in Prayer, and I feel like it it really led me to be a better uh, mom and a better prayer. And just listening to other moms pray helped me start to realize what I needed to pray about. Wow. You know, Karen, how, how about you as you grew up? What, what did you experience in this or the idea of prayer? Well, when you, when you speak about Miss Clara, the word that came to me as you were speaking about her is the word legacy. Mm. She felt very strongly that she had not prayed for her husband, and that left a scar, as she put, on her heart. And it really began a mission in her life 
that she would create that war room and that she would make that her cause to battle in that room for the people that God brought into her life. And then as she was nearing what could be the end of her life, she felt like she really needed someone to pass her legacy onto. My legacy of prayer began with my mother. She walked away from her very ungodly family at a young, young, young age, far younger than any of us would want our children to today. She met God on a bus and said, I don't know who you are, but I'm running away, and I know you will take good care of me. Oh, wow. She was like Abraham, and Mm. God became her best friend. And through my childhood, there was no getting up earlier than my mother. I would try, and she would tell me she would not start one single day without being in her Bible and prayer. Wow. And I really put her to the test one time at 16 when, with keys in my hand, driver's license in my hand, gas in my car in the driveway, my father, in his great parenting style, said, go ask your mother. I wanted to go to a party, and she did not have, in my 16-year-old wisdom, a legitimate no. And so I battled against her because she said she didn't want me to go. She finally knew she couldn't stop me, so she went to bed, and I followed her into her dark bedroom. And I have no idea how long I battled her, but I was a giant that she fought in prayer against, and I never went to that party. On Monday, I found out there were many arrests, drugs, alcohol, and only God knows what her prayers kept me from. She was what I now understand. She took her place in her nightgown that night, on the wall of our family, mm. and she guarded me. And my life is different because of that stand she took. That's a powerful testimony, Karen. How, how different is life today? Uh, it, just really short uh, for you and your family as you uh, live out uh, moms in prayer. Well, I don't know that I can really say Satan has invented new things to bring against our kids. I think new forms of things have probably been evolving, but certainly the culture is so much more readily available to our children. And um, God gave me the vision of, like in biblical times with Nehemiah, that the walls of the great city were down and that the temple could not be rebuilt as long as the temple walls were down. And I see our society, the great America, our families, our churches, our schools, our children, our children's minds, their walls are down. And there really is nothing keeping evil from just having free passage straight in. And I think that is what is different. The other thing that I think is different, and I do not say this with a critical or judgmental heart, because we all get to this place at our own time with God, But I believe my generation of mothers and younger have fallen asleep on the wall. We don't realize the wall is there. We don't know how to build our own walls to protect our families. And we have advocated our responsibility. And I think those are the two things. The walls are down so evil has free reign in. And we don't have enough mothers like Miss Clara finding younger mothers to bring along and teach how to battle offensively for our families and marriages. Um, Lisa, when I, I think, if, would you think on this thought too, that as what, what for you as a mother right now, what are you thinking? Well, I want to I raise my children to be warriors. Mm-hmm. I want my kids to be prayer warriors. And when we moved here about 10 years ago, we had a very hard time finding a church. We came from a, um, a private Christian school and we put my kids into public school and 
it all of a sudden dawned on me it was my job as a mom. It wasn't up to the church. It wasn't up to a private Christian school to to teach them about God and about prayer. So we start every morning off before they go to school praying. And um, it was just something that we made part of the day. And sometimes I would like to say that we were all happy to be sitting on the couch. But <laughs> uh, sometimes there were fights before we got to the couch. But we sat there 10 minutes before school, and we still do. Um, and we do a Bible verse or a devotion, and we pray. And and Psalm 91 is is uh, one of the ones that we pray every morning. They they memorized it a lot quicker than I did. I think that is great. Yeah, it is time for us to take a break. Uh, Karen, Lisa, we're going to come back, and I want us to talk about walls. We uh, we have a great opportunity in the year 2016 that I want us to talk about, and I want us to talk about an event that's coming up with you guys shortly. So let's take our break, uh, Gavin, and we'll be back with a love talk right after this. Stay with us. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar, hail damage specialist, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch. From inspiration to insurance and protection, all for serving the Lord Jesus. We all need insurance. Why not work with an agent that understands the biblical principle of protection and risk management to ensure your family's future? Ray and Justin Garner are Christian business professionals who will put a Christian perspective on your insurance and inspiration needs. For auto, home, life, business, health, boat, motorcycle, RV, and dental, and church protection needs, Ray, Justin, and Luana can be reached at 626-4880 or 986-4944 for church protection, personal protection, and business protection. Ray and Justin are independent Texas businessmen that have dedicated their lives and business to the advancement of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through Austin Triad Ministries. Call Ray Garner Insurance Agency and ask for Ray at 626-4880 or Justin at 986-4944. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Karen Weathers and Lisa Birch from Moms in Prayer. Welcome back. Our two girls here, I call them girls, they're, they're grown women, but um, that it's just lovely to have you, Karen and Lisa, here. They're from uh, Moms in Prayer. And, of course, I'm Linda Chandler, but I am with the greatest radio host, Evelyn Davison, today, who uh, teaches me such great spiritual things. And, and 
Lisa, I want to ask you something. You you caught my attention when you said you were raising up your girls to be warriors. And then you also um, talked about that you had them in public school. Are they still in public school? They are. They're both in high school. Well, I have to applaud you for that because so many times that with the world crumbling, uh, as Karen has uh, so graciously uh, brought us into that knowledge with the walls falling down and the society kind of, Mm, going the way of shifting, that would be a good word for mom, <laughs> shifting. Uh, we, you know, we think, gosh, we should put them somewhere else safe and, and kind of keep them. But my husband and I have worked in, um, um, he's a school superintendent actually still today. And I was in before I became a pastor 20 years in education. And we just always felt called that we had to be in the public arena and made our boys be raised up in that. And I always kind of doubted that. <clears throat> but when you're saying you're raising your girls to be warriors, that excites me. So kind of how, how's that, how, how are they responding with you raising them to be warriors and and then does that affect how they are in the public school well i'm not sure they know that they're being raised to be warriors <laughs> i would like i'd like to say that they they do but they know that with whatever's going on in the world to look at it from the world's eyes and from god's eyes mm. so i try to always relate even just day-to-day situations back to well what do you think god how's What's really going on? What's really going on in the spiritual realm? I know you may be having a problem with a friend, but what is really going on uh, with them? So I try to bring it all back to um, not just what they're maybe immediately having an issue with, um, but they do know that prayer is important and that they may be late to school or we may not be in the best of moods, but we will pray. We will start the day off that way as a family uh, before they go to school, and that will be the most important thing that they do that day. And I hope that's a legacy, like Karen had talked about legacy. I that's hope that's exactly what came to me. Yeah, I hope that that's something they'll continue. I know a couple of years ago they had memorized Psalm 91 uh, after we'd read the book, and they loved the stories in the book. And uh, the fires happened out in uh, well, all around, but we were in Steiner, and they started praying that. And oh, wow. they just really, you know, it was just so instinctual. So I think when you put God's word in your heart, and you're training your children, they're able to call on it even when they're not even really realizing it. And uh, so I'm hoping that they will continue this as they go into college, and uh, it will be just a part of their daily life. You know, it is exciting to think that we have an opportunity to mold the lives of the young people in our nation today. Amen. Uh, I, I think back to my childhood. I, uh, my dad was in World War II, and it was so critical every day that we just didn't think that, you know, we, America would survive. And we're in a situation much like that today. Karen, I want us to talk about the conference that's coming up, Moms in Prayer. Tell me a li- just a little bit about the history and what you plan to do uh, or what we will be doing at the conference. It's going to be in Austin at Great Hills Baptist Church. And we have September a wonderful... September the 18th. September the 18th. Friday, September the 18th. And you have a special speaker. Tell us a little bit about the history and then about what's going to happen in Austin on the 18th. Okay, thank you, Miss Evelyn. So Moms in Prayer is an international organization. We're in over 140 countries around the world, and our mission is simply to see every child around the world prayed for every single week, every child, every school. And in Texas, we have about 10% of the schools prayed for. In the Austin area, it's a little higher than that, Williamson County and Bell County, which is what our territory is, it's quite a bit higher, but 
we won't be satisfied until we know all of our children are prayed for. Um, our event that we're very excited about, which is Friday, September 18th at Great Hills Baptist from 10 to 12 in the morning, is called Go Strong because uh, we believe that to really live this life victoriously, which God said he didn't just send his son Jesus so that we could live, but to have life abundantly. That means to live with joy and to be able to just be his hands and feet here. And so that means to be strong. And many of our prayers, we may not even see answered the side of heaven. So we can lose hope. We can give up, but we can't. We have to go to that war room. We have to fall on our knees. We have to keep believing that our prayers are heard. And when we put scripture in our prayers, God's word says that scripture will not return void. And so Mm. what goes strong is, is to teach us how to be strong in our prayer life day after day, even when we can't see the answer to prayer today, knowing that God is faithful and those prayers will be answered, even if we don't see them before we leave this earth. Our speaker is Peggy Joyce Ruth, who wrote the book series Psalms 91, and many of us have read those lines of scripture. It's beautiful scripture in the Psalms, but as I listened to her MP3, and now I've read some of her books, she has a very easy-to-understand way of taking, there's about eight lines of scripture that I thought I understood, but she has a way of decoding it, and it's one of those aha moments. And I have been able to specifically stop this summer and change a reaction I might have had because of how God reminded me to apply something I learned from her teaching. And so I want every mom in the sound of our voice to come so that we can all hear that teaching again, so we can all go strong, so we can all build back the walls around our families and children, and we can get this fight for our children's destiny back in the winner's category. I think also I, I want to add, not just the moms. If you're a grandma, Absolutely. if you're an aunt, you know, all of that, because it is about, I just uncovered this morning a letter from my grandmother who is in heaven now. Really? hope she's still praying. And she was talking to me. It was just a regular letter, but she started talking to me about being uh, in balance by being in the church. And I know that she prayed for me all the time. And I wasn't in the church at that time. And I just think that. You know, we need praying grandmas. We need we need everyone that can can get out because it sounds like it's going to be a strategic meeting. Yes, ma'am. Uh, Lisa, tell us uh, how they can get in touch with you and what they can expect that day. Well, we have a Facebook page. It's um, if you search for Austin Metro Praying Moms. It's not Moms in Prayer. We we can't use Moms in Prayer uh, with our social media. So it's Austin Metro Praying Moms, and they like our page. It will direct you to the website where you can purchase tickets. We will have tickets available the day of the event, but we prefer if people could go ahead and pre-register. It's a little bit cheaper if they if they do that. Um, we also as an as an enticement and to try to help get the word out because we're very grassroots. We are really just literally a bunch of ladies sitting around a kitchen table <laughs> so we um we are we've had some wonderful businesses who've donated great gift cards and prizes for us so every time somebody likes our page somebody their friends like it and then they see it so we've had just a really just a grassroots way of trying to get the message out about our event so if they search for austin metro praying moms on their facebook they should be able to be directed to our our links give us a phone number if you don't mind because there are those that don't you have a number 
We don't actually have a phone number because it's just individual moms. Um, If they want more information about the organization Moms in Prayer, you can go to www.momsinprayer.org. Well, you know, when we think about and we look at where we are in this nation, why it is that that we need to go to war, uh, it is imperative that we get a group around us to help support us when we when there are needs. And Moms in, in Prayer is such a wonderful organization, and it's like National Day of Prayer. We we started off talking today about building a prayer room, a war room, and uh, we want to. Talk a little bit about that, Lisa. What is it in your household that you would consider the equivalent to the war room that we started with today? Well, for my family, as I mentioned, with you pray with our girls, it's the couch. <laughs> it's every morning. You have to be down at a certain time. Uh, your lunch has to be made. You've got to have your, your um, backpack ready, and we sit on the couch and we pray. Um, with Moms in Prayer, uh, most of our groups meet in people's living rooms. So I would say that's the war room. And then sometimes when you break apart in your intercessory prayer and you pray for each other's kids, it might be a kitchen table, a dining room table, um, a, a formal living room. So it's it's not necessarily for us a, a true room. It's, it's about what is going on in there. Sometimes it might be just sitting outside on a bench after a formal Moms in Prayer meeting, talking and praying with another mom who's going through something. So um, I don't it's have a figure. <laughs> it's a mobile. A mobile war room. You know, when when we look at at our churches today, and we're we're talking about building walls, Linda, you you mentioned that. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about what what our church needs to be doing today in in warring against some of the things that are going on in our nation and in the lives of our children and families. Well, I think they need to be doing exactly what these women are doing. I think we need to stop just rote praying. Because prayer is about mm-hmm. relationship. It is not just knowing who God is. It is knowing God. And it is in your heart. And it is, that is what we have got to say. If you want to really have a relationship with God, then you have got to be a praying person. There's no one that's exempt from that. And uh, I, I love, Karen, where you said that. We, um, you by taking that Psalm 91 and hearing it in a different way, that you could use that more strategic even in your life. And so, if we would take some of the things that we've learned, the church needs to take the prayers, and they need to really get it to the people. But they also need to tell people that praying also is just conversation with God, and it's listening. Prayer is is actively using our voice, but it's also actively using our ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord would be saying. You know, that is so true, Linda. And years and years ago, I wrote a poem, and then it starts, I pray the eyes of your heart mm-hmm. might see God. Mm-hmm. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's an awesome prayer. I, I just think we need more and more things like that because in a, in a wall, if you're a watchman on a wall, it is because you're looking out to see what is coming so that you can turn around to everyone else and say, this is what's coming. Let's get on our knees. Let's get ready. There's a battle coming. And I'm going to tell you, there's a battle coming in America, and we're right on the cusp of it, and we're in the midst of it, and it's the people of God that will change for our children and our children's children. We are talking today about um, building walls of protection around our families uh, and going to war to pray for them. Uh, in a time in America's history when freedom and faith are really shaking in the marketplace, Linda, 
Uh, we need to take our break. We come back. We want to talk a little bit about what it is to build a wall in out of Psalm 91. And we're going to hear a couple of short stories that Karen and Elise are going to tell us about what it is that prom, moms in prayer have helped them do in their lives right after this. Stay with us. Day after day, we are constantly hearing about how bad everything is. Isn't it about time to hear about what's right and good? Isn't it time for some good news? If your answers are yes, then you need the Good News Journal. The Good News Journal is published by KTXW's own Evelyn Davidson and is packed with news and information about the good things that are happening. With a healthy dose of hope, happiness, and humor, the Good News Journal is distributed free throughout Central Texas at hundreds of locations, including Walmart, Popeye Chicken, Central Market, Bob Bullock Museum, libraries, churches, and other locations. And did we say the Good News Journal is free? For advertising information or to have an article published, call Good News Journal at 249-6535. The Good News Journal is an inspirational, patriotic journal published bi-monthly to bring you God's good news. The Good News Journal, 249-6535, or read it online at thegoodnewsjournal.net. Tim Smith Landscaping. Wow, these guys know what they're doing. Tim Smith has been taking care of landscaping since he was knee-high to a yucca. And they can come to your house and turn a yucky-looking yard into a show place. Take a drab, boring commercial or residential piece of property and turn it into a place that you'll be proud to call home or proud to call your business. There's simply no better choice for landscaping than Tim Smith. 512-848-0659 or 512-258-0093 or www.timsmithlandscaping.com. George Christensen and his family at Casa Mechanical Services are longtime friends and sponsors for Love Talk, Love Walk. These Casa friends are professionals with more than 40 years' experience in providing heating, air conditioning, plumbing, and electrical services in the Austin area. If your heating isn't heating, your cooling isn't cooling, or your drains aren't draining, well, then you need to call our friends at CASA at 334-7300. They provide sales and service on all major brands from professionals you can trust. So big jobs or little jobs, it doesn't matter. Call CASA at 334-7300. Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Karen Weathers and Lisa Birch from Moms in Prayer. Hi, we're back. We're back here with uh, Karen and Lisa. We're talking about building walls. And, of course, Mom is sitting right here, Evelyn, right next to us. She's our super spiritual mom. And uh, that's what I call her all the time. I tell her she's my spiritual mom. But she's a an absolutely uh, unbelievable woman of prayer. Okay, stop shaking your head. Um, in the building of the walls, you know, Nehemiah, I have that vision of him when he came back. He came back out of Babylonia. And, uh, Karen, you were reminding us of that. But he came back out of Babylonia, and what came to me is that he um, he started weeping as he went and saw the broken down walls. And he saw that their culture and, and what they had known of God had been destroyed, what they had known of God. And, you know, we're, we're, we're having that battle right now. Uh, about God in our nation and, you know, who is God? 
Or is he just, you know, kind of all over? We each get to have our own little story about who is God. But you and I, girls, and, and Evelyn in here know that he's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the God that chose to reveal himself first to the Jewish people and then through our Jewish Messiah chose us and grafted us in. So, Lisa, how how are you with this idea? Or Do you weep? And, and, and kind of when you pray, uh, like Nehemiah did about this brokenness of the walls, what is your story of prayer? It doesn't have to be about weeping, but I think about that. Um, as far as answered prayer, uh, you know, I think that probably the best story for me, because it's, you know, talking about my daughter, is she was five years old. And we were told that, well, I was looking at her eye one day and it was turning in and I took her to an eye doctor and he was this really gruff, cranky old man. And he told us that she would have to wear thick Coke bottle lenses for the rest of her life, like plus eight lenses, and that they were going to be ugly. And he told us to take her out to the, the waiting room and they have a little eyeglass area and that she would um, let her pick her glasses because, you know, they're going to be ugly. He just kept Using the word ugly, ugly in which to a child would be so distressing. Well, and to a mom. And I just talk about weeping. I went out. I let my husband stay in the waiting room. And I went out to the car. And I just was crying. And I was crying out to God. I'm like, this is not your plan. I do not believe for a second this is your plan. So we left without the eyeglasses. And through a series of God winks and God connections, we um, found another doctor who believed that the eyes a muscle is supposed to work. And he had a plan. He's like, we're going to wean her off these glasses. And, and he, it was just one of these aha God moments where I knew I was in the right place. He said, she's not going to be in glasses. And he just, this peace came over me. So we did all that. We ended up moving to Austin. Went kind of through the same scenario here, found a doctor, and he said, no, I'm never going to change your glasses. And I was like, okay, see you later. We're going to find somebody else. And, uh, and we did. And, and through using doctors and connections, God worked in our lives. I did not have the major, or she did not have a major miracle moment of, aha, this is done. Because we would pray and we would go into these doctor's appointments and I thought, great, on the way out, we're going to be pitching these glasses in the trash can. And that never happened. But about five years later, we were at an appointment, and the doctor said, you don't need glasses anymore. Oh, praise. So it was an an- your it answer wasn't to prayer answered was prayer. the great physician. Right. And, but it took a long time, and it took faithfulness and obedience. And, you know, I would go and pray over her eyes at night. And I just was believing that this was God's will, that she would not have these ugly glasses forever. And uh, it eventually happened. And what was interesting is that the eye doctor, the last one, he said, if we had listened to what the original doctor said, she would be in them because the eye would have become dependent on them. Ah. So I just feel like as a mom, you have to listen to God. And, and, and sometimes it's going against sometimes authority. And, I, you know, I had people tell me I'm crazy. Just let her, let her be in the glasses. I'm like, no, I know this is not God's plan. So I was bringing a prayer warrior. We had our faith test along the way, and she did because, you know, we pray about it, and we'd come out sometimes, and she'd be like, but I thought God was going to heal me, and my eyes, my eyes, I'm still wearing glasses. And I'm like, it's going to come, and eventually it came. That was your Nehemiah moment, though, because you wept over what should not have been. You know, Jerusalem shouldn't have never been mm-hmm. destroyed, would have been his, you know, his heart cry. But yet he was able to say, see beyond that and begin to encourage the people about rebuilding the wall brick by brick. And that's exactly what you were doing, prayer by prayer, yes. getting closer with your daughter and actually building her faith. Yes. It's a, it's a brick by brick. Um, just exactly like building the wall of Nehemiah, Nehemiah, a brick by brick moment. 
You know, Linda, it does take um, offensive prayer and defensive prayer mm-hmm. in life. Yes. There's some things you just defend your children mm-hmm. against. And you do that with the the guidelines the Lord Jesus gives us. And, uh, you know, it's uh, the Ten Commandments is a great way to start with children. You know, don't lie. You know, be sure you tell the truth. When we look at where we are in our nation today, um, we are in serious trouble. And we have got to build a stronger wall of prayer, not only around our children, but around our fam- our family, our husbands. And I am so excited with Moms in Prayer that you all are just training women to do that. Karen, I want you to give us a story. Give us a story of how God has, how you prayed either offensively or defensively, and God spoke in a way that built a wall around your need. Thank you, Ms. Evelyn. I was hoping I would get a chance. I was thinking back to what you asked originally. How is it different today than it was when I was growing up? I do believe that the years of safety from years past, when, you know, the 60s and the 50s, when your family was your protection, that was your wall. Mm -hmm. I don't think we live in those times anymore. Technology, culture, the walls are down. Our children, the music and the video games and, and you know, all the stuff they do with their phones, I mean, it's just going directly into their minds. Evil has busied us, distracted us, and as a generation – we have no idea how to maintain our walls, and they have fallen down. And so our culture, our a beautiful country, is in the condition that is it is in. I was thinking about have you weeped, and I have weeped twice. A couple of weekends ago, my son, who is an Eagle Scout, um, let us know that a friend of his from Boy Scout camp committed suicide, and there was a funeral that I needed to take him to. Well, I was simply the driver, and so I dressed for the funeral because I didn't want to sit in a hot Texas car. So I went in, and within moments of hearing about this boy, the funeral was two and a half hours, and they actually had to stop it because the family had to eat and then go on to the second phase. This boy was a world changer. There was no nothing that showed any signs and the entire time, I was weeping for this, this child, this son, who I had no knowledge of him before that day. Somehow, evil had gotten into his mind and had spoken lies enough to him that he had gotten to such a desperate point that he would do that. And there were so many people that flew across the country. That place, that church was packed of people that loved him, that he could have spoken to, his family. They were amazing people. And I weeped over that child. Months before, I was at a state getaway, and at the very end of it, a Moms in Prayer getaway, and at the very end, our state coordinator called a special moment of prayer. There were a handful of moms, uh, leaders, area coordinators, that needed special prayer, and we were to come around them, and I selected the the, uh, area coordinator that I would pray with. And all she said was one line about the situation with her child. And to be honest with you, In those kind of prayers, they aren't pretty Sunday prayers like, please bless the pastor and please give Mm -hmm. us a nice place to go have lunch. Help them have a nice vacation. They were prayers of, we're rushing the gates of hell Mm -hmm. for this child. This child will not be stolen. This is what is happening now. But we are saying, you will not take this daughter from us. Now, 
I am blind as a bat without my glasses. And so I didn't have them. I was crying. I couldn't see anything. But I could feel a Bible. I grabbed it. I could see the big 91 in the middle of the Bible. So I found Psalms 91 because we already had our speaker for Go Strong. And I shoved it at another area coordinator. And I said, please start reading these verses out loud and put this girl's name in it. And start praying this verse like we do in Moms in Prayer. And every one of us that were around her mother, we were agreeing in prayer. And we were crying and praying. And I'm telling you. We were praying as if she were our own birth daughter, and we were not going to let her be taken. At the end, we said, in Jesus Christ's name, and we believed because we knew it was already done. A couple of months later, I spoke to the area coordinator, and it came to a large crescendo. They had to make difficult decisions as a family, but the mom said, and I don't, I don't even know what the situation was, but the daughter was doing amazing And I'm happy to say she continues to do amazing. Ladies that can hear, we can take back what has been stolen from us. Our prodigals, I am a recovered prodigal. All sorts of people are recovered prodigals because our mothers and fathers have stormed the gates of hell. But they have to have the weapons. Psalm 91 is a weapon. It is not a name and claim it that if you pray it, nothing will come against you. It is coming. Things happen every day. But it is a promise that you will be able to stand in faith. God will hold you up as you pray those prayers, and he will answer you, and there will be victory. That is such a powerful um, story. Karen, you know, when you think about how important it is that we not only pray for our children, Lisa, but we pray for our our children's children. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we get older, we have children. Uh, but it's also to pray for those friends of ours that are around us and around our children. So it is important that we learn how to pray offensively and defensively. There are times that we go to the war room and we fight against the devil himself. I call him the enemy of Easter. <laughs> because the e- Easter life is the resurrected life. It's not, it's not the crucified life that Jesus lived. It is the resurrected life that gives a power for being who it is that we are and doing what it is that he has called us to do. And that is that we would build back the walls that we're talking about today around our families, around our communities, around our, our cities, and around our nation. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how we're going to be able to do that in the coming months ahead and, and get some more information about uh, Moms in Prayer and the conference that's coming up. Let's take our break, John uh, and Gavin, and when we come back, we want to talk about how important it is that individually every one of us who claim the, the name of Christ stand in the gap for this nation right after this. Hi, this is Steve Washburn, pastor at First Baptist Church, Pflugerville. We're the ones who just built that beautiful new 33,000-square-foot worship center there on Pecan Street, just as Jennertown. Say, listen, if you're looking for a church home, I wish you'd come check us out. Lots of other folks sure are. We're one of the fastest-growing fellowships in the Austin area. We're trying our best to offer something for everyone. No matter what your situation in life, you'll find good friends here. I know I'm biased, but I believe we have some of the most uplifting worship services you'll find anywhere. Many of you are familiar with Tom Cotter and his praise band, By Design. 
but we're fortunate to have them leading our modern worship experience at the 11 o'clock hour on Sunday mornings. That's our largest and fastest growing group. But I'm also excited about something new we're trying in our 9 o'clock hour. Daniel Reclue is one of the area's most gifted choral directors, and he has reinvented one of the only genuinely traditional worship services in the area for those of you who are boomers and long to return to the joyful worship of your youth. Listen, Google us at First Baptist Pflugerville and come see us. Was your website built by a programmer or a marketer? It makes a difference, a huge difference. Think, marketing is a local boutique ad agency that builds websites around you, your business, and your customers. This approach is Y-O-U-centric. Visit thinkmarketingtexas.com to learn more. That's thinkmarketingtexas.com. It won't cost you to sit down and find out how you can have a website that looks fantastic while making you money. Come on, isn't it time to update your website? ThinkMarketingTexas.com ThinkMarketingTexas.com Stay tuned for Love Talk with Evelyn's guests, Karen Weathers and Lisa Birch from Moms in Prayer. We're back. We're back right now with Lisa and with Karen and Evelyn, of course. And uh, Evelyn has challenged us to say how important it is to stand in the gap. And, and, you know, standing in the gap is really what Nehemiah did, even as he went around the walls and he wept over them. Um, and, it, and it comes to you, there, there is a, there's a scripture um, and it, um, from Isaiah, and, and Isaiah wrote that God said, I looked for someone to stand in the gap, and I could find no one. Therefore, my own right arm came and stood in the gap. Now, we know who the right arm is. Who is it? It's Jesus Christ today and it's jesus christ and how does he get out how does he stand in the gap for us today he comes and he stands in the gap with people like lisa with people like karen um i'm a gap stander and i know evelyn you are totally a gap stander so we want to know how important is that we've heard two testimonies where prayer was answered and things were done. So as we build these walls of protection, we're going to call upon you, our listeners, to want to get that um, idea of standing in the gap as we rebuild the walls of protection for our families, our marriages, um, and, and, and even look beyond that. Because in the brokenness of this world, I'm reminded, um, Karen, as you told the story about the young man's funeral you had to go to, he looked great on the outside but something was desperately wrong on the inside for him to feel no hope. And, and um, suicide comes out of a place of no hope. And Christ is, as Evelyn always says, he is our rope of hope. And we've got to have hope in the midst of all these things. Linda, when we, when we come to the realization, Lisa and Karen, that God's called us for time as this, we are not here by accident. We are here for a given period of time. And there's a lot of prophetic things going on in our world today that tell us that the Lord Jesus is coming. He's coming soon. We, As we look at what we are uh, experiencing right now in, with our children and our grandchildren and with our senators and uh, with our representatives, we are in a time of war against the freedom and the faith of God's people in this nation. Uh, and it is important for us to pray and to be on active duty. 
and we have to report for duty. We can't hide out in our prayer closets. Uh, we need to get out of the prayer closets and get on active duty. And we've been talking today about walls and how important it is that we wall around our children the charge of prayer, not restrict them, but to to cover them with prayer. And as we go about covering our children, we have to cover their teachers. Mm-hmm. We have to cover their parents. Uh, we have to cover their pastors like Linda. Th- this is a war that's going on today that is critical in this time in our nation. As we look to uh, the year 2016, uh, we have got some major uh, opportunities this coming year. Franklin Graham, who is with Samaritan's Purse and Operation Christmas Child, and we're in Operation Christmas Child a season right now, getting ready. And that's where we pack the love of the Lord Jesus in a shoebox and send it around the world. And we, we, we're having our meetings, you know, going on right now, getting ready for that. Franklin has been praying. He's been on the wall of this nation praying. And God has spoken to his heart. And this is what God has said to Franklin Graham. Go to every state in this nation and call God's people out of the churches, the pulpits in the pews, to report for active duty. And to do it around a rally that would proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. The program is called uh, uh, My Hope Heaven, and it's an evangelism program that's going to go into the churches. Uh, the things that, that Franklin Graham has on his heart is that we've got to get the stuff together. We've got to get our 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 army together. We are in a war. We've got to get this army trained and ready to go to war outside the church walls, outside mm. the pews. The other thing that he, the Lord told him is to come to Texas first. So this month, as, as, you, as we begin with Moms in Prayer, there are hundreds of prayer things that will be going on across our nation. In Ohio especially, they'll have all of the Samaritan's first people there, the South, the um, Operation Christmas people, and every state coordinator for this major prayer initiative for Franklin's uh, Graham is bringing to Texas. These are things we also need to pray about. And you can go to our website, which is uh, lovetalknetwork.com, or you can go to the NDP network, ndpaustin.org, and get some information. One of the things that's so important to us as we stand in the gap is that we are in a place where God has allowed us to be. And a gap may be our children, but it's God's appointed place. That's what a gap is. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that a little bit before we, before we say goodbye today and, and talk about Psalm 91. If God has appointed a place for you, and you're physically in a place, you have to be spiritually in his place. That means that we've got to connect with him in a way that we would have a relationship with him. And looking at Psalm 91, Linda, I want us to review what what David, what God said to David and David worked through in his heart because this is where the war is. It's, it's in regard to the things around us and above us. 
And we've got to bring those two together. Well, I think it has a lot to do, Evelyn, with that. Uh, what comes to me is, is we are um, a soldiers, um, spiritual soldiers and, and watchmen on the walls, that we would have no fear of what is coming forward. We would have no fear whatsoever. And Psalm 91 has that. No disaster will happen to you. No calamity will come near your tent. For he will order his angels to care for you and guard you wherever you go. That's Psalm 91, 10 and 11. And so we stand on that saying that no matter what, no matter how bad things look, no matter how bad Nehemiah felt over those crumbling walls, he knew God had sent him to do something and that God would be his hope. And that as he put his eyes on the place where God resides, as he looked up to heaven, you know, my hope is heaven. My hope is the, 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 the God. He's on his throne. No matter how much things look, God is on his throne. Is he not, girls? Amen. And so we would um, have that ability to tread. It says right here in, in 91 also in 13, you will tread down lions and snakes, young lions and serpents. You will trample underfoot. So those are those stand for the things that come against us that might bring fear into our heart, fear for our children. Uh, fear for our grandchildren. I know so many people live in fear, but the scriptures also say that perfect love casts out all fear. And here is evidence right here that I will stand with you who is the perfect lover of his people. That is so true, Linda. And Lisa and Karen, I want to thank you ladies for being with us today. We have got um, an opportunity with Moms in Prayer to call women who do not know how to prayer pray to come together to learn a strategic way of praying. Give us the information again, how they can find out and what it will cost for them to come. Uh, If they go to our Facebook page and search for Austin Metro Praying Moms, it will have links and information on there. Or they could go to uh, the ticket reservation site, www.gostrong2015.eventbrite.com. That's also on our Facebook if it's too long. Um, but, yes, uh, Austin Metro Praying Moms on Facebook or www.gostrong2015eventbrite.com. Tickets are uh, $10 if you go ahead and get them online now, or they're $15 at the door. Okay. Uh, what? Tell us again what time and the date. And It is next Friday, September 18th, 10 o'clock in the morning till noon. And uh, we'll have Peggy Joyce Ruth there as our guest speaker, and we'll have some music, and Karen's going to speak. And uh, we have a great lineup we're super excited about, about what's going to be happening. It's at Great Hills Baptist Church this year. And where is that located at in Austin? It is on Jollyville Road. Yeah, Jollyville and pretty much Jollyville and Breaker, where they intersect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we do thank you, ladies, for being with us today. And thank you, Linda. Good producer. Good host. I, I just have such a great example. Oh, well, we do thank you for joining us today. And to we would encourage you, if you do not know the love of the Lord Jesus, it's a very simple thing. It is a relationship. A, you acknowledge you're lost and you don't have an answer. B, as you believe he is the answer, and you you come to believe in him, and C is that you confess your need for him, your sin, and confirm your love for him in a way that would make a difference. Uh, you can get in touch with us at uh, com, or you can call us on the love line at 512-249-6535. In the meantime, 
We pray that as you go, you will go with the Lord Jesus and that you will allow him to be your warrior because he does say the battle is the Lord's. Mm-hmm. See you next week for Love Talk. Ellison Salazar, Garage and Body Shop. At Ellison Salazar, customer satisfaction is our main concern. For a tune-up or major body work, Central Texans have trusted Ellison Salazar for over 55 years. Ellison Salazar. Hail damage specialists, smoothing out life's dents and bumps. Big or small for you and your car. Now at three locations, south at 4501 South Congress, north at 8808 Research Boulevard, and new northwest location at 8425 Anderson Mill Road. Call 444-5555. That's 444-5555. Ellison Salazar. Fixing your auto problems and needs with a happy face and the best professional touch.